Hello and welcome to the spooky shit. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> but you committed. Um, you have to go all the way. The spooky. I'm a hope and I'm a vampire host. I don't good, know. Good commitment. That that's uh, comedy. <laughs> that's comedy. Uh-huh. Um. So and you are who? I'm Brandy and I am a human. Ooh, how interesting. That's very strange for us because we live in a world populated by vampires and ghouls and goats. Anyway, um, so Mm -hmm. I moved across the country Mm -hmm. um, away from the COVID into more COVID, it seems. Yep. Um, So me, I live here in my parents' house now and Brandy and I are both on the same coast finally, but we cannot see each other. Mm. Um, because of, you know, um, situation, every, the situ, yes. And it's And so it's, everything's the same and yet everything is different. Yeah. So that's why I've been off the air, um, which I know you guys aren't used to us taking big break, unexpected breaks for no reason. We're so consistent. We're always there for you. We're so dependable and we just probably broke all your trust. Sorry. I know. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we're back and I, we were talking about a topic since it's my time. We're celebrating me and how Mm -hmm. I escaped from New York Mm -hmm. talking about my, one of my favorite ever things I like to talk about, which is flat earth, flat Um, earthers, flat earthers. Mm. Um, and I just, I think it's very spooky. I think like, I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't use the word cult, but I think like um, group think can be very scary mm. um, to me. Yes. So that's, that's why I think it, it fits like underneath this. Facebook campaigns that, mm. that work, that's spooky. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's a little bone chilling sometimes. Um, mm. Maybe you don't feel the same way. So you don't have to listen to this episode about Flat Earth. But I would suggest that you watch uh, Behind the Curve, which is a Netflix on Netflix documentary about flat the first Flat Earth convention. It's fantastic. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So um, let's just let's get into it, Brandy. What, yeah. do you, what do you know about how did Flat Earth all get started? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? The, what well, first of all, actually, let's say, what is it? It's mm-hmm. people believing that the earth is flat and not round today in today Uh and the usually it looks like the north pole is at the center and then antarctica is stretched around the edge like an ice wall at least that's like what we contemporarily think the modern Um, the modern disc as we know it mm -hmm. and then um what what i see is a dome on top of it usually um and then yeah i don't know if you knew about the dome and then um there's like a sun and moon and stars inside of the dome gotcha so. gotcha i'm mm-hmm. so excited to learn the like intricacies of what this earth looks like because what i went into is the original flat earth theories okay the, mm-hmm. the og of the ogs what did people think before they you know had technology (laughs) of any kind what what did people think when all they had to use were their eyeballs and Mm -hmm. their hearts and their hearts and what they Uh, came up with yeah just set the stage for us brandy what what is what what's the who who were the first flat earthers 
basically everyone is the fun bit. Um, either you were a culture that were that really thought about it and was like, yeah, the Earth is flat because you know eyes. I look look at the ground and it's flat. Um, mm-hmm. and I I look at the horizon and it's a, a straight line, obviously. Okay. And uh, yeah. if the Earth was any other shape, we'd fall off of it. Like, that's obvious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you weren't one of these cultures who thought about it like that, you probably didn't think about it at all. <laughs> or, yeah. or they thought about it in very abstract sort of folktale terms, mm-hmm. but didn't really think about what it was actually like. Like, you could talk about Norse cultures all you want with with a big disc and you know big tree in the middle the drazzle magic tree and and yeah. gods and whatever's going on outside but they didn't think that's literally what it was like um who is the t- who did the turtles so the turtle the earth being on the back of a turtle thing yeah is sort of like an extrapolation from a couple different myths like there's an indian myth that has that uh in a way um but i think most of it comes from native american mythology yeah and and like a big turtle god that carries the earth and i think turtles are just sort of built like that and that's why that happened like people saw a turtle and they're like "Mm, you could put stuff on there but there's sort of a curve to a turtle is what i'm saying you yeah, know? but they but they use their big curvy shell to hold up the flat earth is the mm-hmm. idea. Got it. And turtles are just really big and really old. And so if yeah. you wanted to imagine an ancient one swimming through space, that's cool and funky fresh. That is very cool and very funky. And I enjoy that very much. Yeah. But um, do you want to hear about some of like the actual flat earth theories of people who like literally thought this is what the world was? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. Let's start with the Greeks. And I think you might find uh, uh, something surprising about the Greeks is that they believed in a flat Earth, but they figured out pretty early on that the Earth was round, and it might be a lot earlier than you might think. Oh. So they, before they thought about that, they were all over the place. They sort of went hog wild with what the Earth was shaped like. Mm -hmm. Um. One guy was like, the earth floats in water like a log. Uh, um, why not? But, okay. Mm. Sorry, yeah. you have a lot of these to get through, but I'm There's just a thinking. Lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that one's a fun image. Uh, another guy was like, the earth is a short cylinder that has a flat, round top, and it remains stable because it's the same distance from all things. Nothing in that sentence makes sense. I'm but not tracking. Someone said it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining like a a Pringles can that is the Earth that is just perfectly balanced. But like the top is like it's like a, a jar of a soup that's from like 1956. Like the top is like curved up. It's like botulism, you know. Well, no, I think that the top is flat, but it is like circular shape. So not oh. round 3D, round 2D. This guy's description sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, it does suck. Um, what else? One, one guy was like, the earth is flat, obviously. We have eyes. Um, and it rides on the air. 
which I'm I'm sure the guy who was like, uh, huh. it floats in water like a log. They got into a lot of fights. So yeah, um, we, we don't know if the universe is made out of air or water. Right. Um, and he was like, but this way the Earth is the same as the sun and the moon and all the other planets because those are all made of fire and they ride around on the air. So, so do we. Okay. Yeah. And he was like the sun and the moon and all that stuff. That's also flat, but they're made out of fire. This one's made out of rocks and we're all riding on air. Yeah. But they could, even they could see that the moon looked different sometimes. How could it be flat? They didn't didn't see that moon is flat circle. But, but what it, okay. That's what they saw with their eyes. Okay. Okay. Um, so someone else was like, okay, the earth is flat, but the top side where we are is touching air. Uh, but the bottom side that we can't look at because it's the upside down, that extends forever without limit. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Wait, but the top doesn't? The top doesn't. The top is flat. That's where we are. But then if we somehow got underneath, it would extend down forever. So if you dug a hole, you would dig until infinity. That is trippy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? You're not quite off with like an infinity aspect of the universe. Right. But you are wrong about Earth. Yeah, it feels like mm-hmm. maybe some nascent like cosmic thinking, which yeah. is not, not bad. Yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um. But someone was like, hey, Greek philosophers in your weird little temple, uh, sometimes the sun rises and sets at different times for different people in different places. Yeah. And they're like, you know, you're right. You are right about that. <laughs> oh, um, you're right. You know what? That's right. But you know what? We got it because it's it's a flat earth, but it's like it's got a depression in the center. It's like. It's like a floppy disk, but not like a floppy disk, but but oh. like a but like a bowl. Oh. A little bit. It's um, like a a bowl. So it dips yeah, in like the center. Yeah, like a very shallow, a shallow bowl, like one of those okay. bowls they give you at restaurants for soup and it's just like so wide and shallow and your soup gets cold immediately. It sucks. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I see what like you're saying. That. Okay. That's the earth. And they're like, Got so it. that's why. So if you're on the edges of the bowl, the sun looks different from in the middle of the bowl. Oh, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, in most depictions of this flat earth disc thing, may, may it be depressed in the center or not. Uh, it's usually encircled by an ocean. And. Okay. They thought, then they, someone was like, okay, but if we're surrounded by ocean, how does how does the ocean not just, like, slide off into space? Because yeah. water doesn't hold itself. And so they're like, okay, got it, got it, got it, we got this. There's a wind vortex uh. around the ocean Ooh. that is around the Earth that keeps it all in. And I'm like, well, an atmosphere, maybe? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not a scientist, but I'm like, that's kind of gravity-ish. That, that's kind of like an atmosphere, maybe. Yeah. Um, or or some of them are like, well, maybe there's just like a, la- a land wall. What's That's what? sort of just like the container of the earth. Just like a... Oh, yeah. Like a wall all the way around. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then 
Aristotle comes along and he starts thinking about it and he figures this out in 330 BCE. Holy this is shit. Th- 300 years before Christ happens. Jeez. Generally, like before Roman Empire, old time. He's like, <sighs> I think the earth is round. Damn, so we knew. We've known. We knew. And here's how he knows, and I'm like, this is indisputable. His logic is perfect. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, number one, when ships sail over the horizon, they stay in view and they gradually disappear. The tops of the sails disappearing last. So, like, Uh they're going down over a slope. That's just the heat, though. Oh, okay. just the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But number two, when we see... A lunar eclipse, the shadow of the Earth on the moon is curved. Yeah, but again, like the atmospherics, the weather. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there's like different sun elevations with latitude. I don't know what that one's about. That seems like math. Oh, yeah, we can't do that. That's, we can't do that one. That's just scientists like trying to to just throw math at us when yeah. no one understands that. Yeah. He also said that uh, number four, uh, if you move north or south on the Earth's surface, you don't see any new stars. Which I feel like you could do that on a disc too, but he said that was proof. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but I think he he meant like the stars stay the same, but they like get you can get like higher or like the elevation of them changes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, but like that seems like more math. So come on. Yeah, math. We can't. Please. Yeah. The fifth the fifth one is really good though. F- fifth reasoning is that stuff likes to form in droplets. And, like, globs and, like, round things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, why not the Earth do that, too? That is really good. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen raindrops? Or... Yeah. Yes. Me? Yes. Or, like, jello? Or, yes. like, um, you know, viscous liquids of any kind? They love to make circles. That one's pretty good. Yeah, so, like, definitely Earth, too. Um, And this one is my favorite proof. And I'm like, Aristotle, you nailed it. Uh, Proof by elephants. Hmm. Which is, when one travels west from Greece, you find elephants. And when you travel east from Greece, you also find elephants. These, of course, are the same elephants, and you've just traveled around the world. (gasps) Now... Aristotle didn't know that uh, one of those elephants was African and the other <laughs> ones of those elephants were Asian, but all elephants is same, so he must have gone around the world. He's got, he, he's, he's a little confused, but he's got the spirit. <laughs> I just like how he thinks the earth is so small that if you just like walk a couple miles away from Greece, yeah. you're all the way back around. <laughs> Well, they didn't even, there were whole continents they didn't even get. Yeah. Like, they couldn't even think of. So he did the yeah. best he could, really. And and look, elephants are such a whack thing. Like, how 
how could you even imagine that there's more than one kind and they live in different places? Like, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Imagine um, seeing an elephant and not knowing that elephants existed for the first time right. in a country that you had just like boated to that no one that like you don't even know anything about. And then there's an I, elephant. Yeah. I mean, I would get down on my knees and worship it for sure. Definitely. That's God. Yeah. That's it's so big. It's so big. <laughs> it's gotta be God. Gotta be. Um, China. China oh. had their own fun ideas. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, we all know this. We're all on the same page. The earth is flat and it's square. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is, we know. This clear. Everyone's on the same page. Where hmm. they weren't on the same page is what, like, space was like. So... Yeah. The heavens, they're like, okay, okay, okay. We're obviously flat and square. What, what if the heavens are big umbrella over Earth? That's cool. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, someone was like, okay, but what if it was like big sphere around square Earth? Cool, yeah. That's fun. Or what if it has no substance at all and the heavenly bodies, planets and whatnot are just floating around freely? And I'm like, mm, you got to onto something there. That one's good pretty good or one was like if we're like a square flat thing then the heavens must be like a circular disc that's just like parallel to the square yeah mm-hmm. oh that's weird mm-hmm. well okay question about the heavens is yeah. that this is before christ still right or did we move on oh no yeah old 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 okay so what do they think was up there um i mean I think they were just talking about what's going on with sun and stars and moon. So that's what they were trying to figure out. Just what they could see. Yeah. They're like, what is going on up there? Or is it its own disc? Is it a a dome? We have no idea. Um, Mm. Staring at the sun with deep thoughts. Right. And basically this flat earth theory sort of stuck around uh, until uh, European astronomy sort of came to China in the 17th century mm-hmm. and some Jesuit missionary showed up and they're like, hey, look what Aristotle said about these elephants. And China was like, okay, we're on board. <laughs> Just like, we'll take that. The elephants example is very compelling. Yeah. I mean, we have elephants. I so. can't believe anybody else would have elephants. So <laughs> Obviously, nope. we're on one side and Greece is on the other and that's the whole world. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it probably probably seemed like that to them. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Uh, yeah. What about Egypt, though? They got thoughts. What are their thoughts? So Egypt was like a uh, square Earth. China was onto it. Da da da. But they thought that the sky needed to be held up because hmm. can't just float. Yeah. Um, so they were like, okay, Earth is a square, but there's really tall mountains at the edge of each corner. And <gasps> these mountains hold up the, like, vaults of the sky like a <gasps> big domed tent. And so the Whoa. mountains are what's holding up the sky. Don't mess with those. Whoa. And that's that's what it's like. Wait, what holds up the middle of the domed tent? So the mountains are holding it up. Yeah. No, but the if it's... this is stupid if it's like what do you not understand if it's a square and it has mount four mountains that are really Mm -hmm. tall on each corner Mm -hmm. then the the top should be flat too it shouldn't be a dome on top you know it's like 
it's like a vaulted ceiling. It's like a okay. It's like a dome church. I'm just worried about the construction of the middle of such a thing. But that's it. Yeah, that's, that's but, all. But the Egyptians knew from the beginning that the strongest form of architecture is the arch. The keystone mm. yeah. is the sun. Good point. Yep. Good point. All right. I know. Point taken. Yep. The very cool thing about the Egyptians is that they were actually the first ones to prove that the world was spherical. Um, and it wasn't even with like silly elephant science like Aristotle. They did it with uh, Boaton. With boatmen? Yeah, with boatmen on their boats doing some boating. Ooh, all right. And this was like 300 years before the Greeks figured it out, which is pretty cool. Um, Only problem was nobody believed them. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. But here's how it happened, because they did it on accident. Like, no one was sitting around thinking about the Earth. So what was going on? It was 600 BCE and Egypt is uh, waging war with Babylon. They're like next door neighbors. Mm-hmm. And Pharaoh Necho II was like, okay, I need some guys to do a boating expedition around Africa so we can like sneak up on the Babylonians from the other side and they'll never see us coming. Because yeah. nobody's tried to like just skirt around Africa before. Mm-hmm. Um, he had no idea how big Africa was. No, of course not. Turns out Africa real big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and nobody had done this before. Like, nobody had circumvented Africa before. Mm-hmm. So they, they were like, okay, let's figure this out. And then, uh, they accidentally had a scientific breakthrough where oh. they realized the, like, more south they went, the sun started rising and setting in the different part of the sky. Uh, what? Because they were they crossed the equator essentially, and now it rose and fell in the north instead of in the south. And they were like, "What the fuck?" Now this is that, that really shakes you up seeing something like Dang. that. Dang. Yeah, crew. Yeah. What? What? Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. And so they. They came back and were like, guys, we went around Africa. The sun totally moved. Also, we went real far down and we did not see any edge. Couldn't find that. Uh, Maybe the earth is round. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. What a life changing trip. And then a lot of people were like, no, incorrect. And so, so they just didn't believe for... Yeah, like, a lot of dudes were like, uh, it's impossible to circumvent Africa because Africa is an endless landmass that goes to the edges of the earth. So you can't get around it. Mm. So it's not even possible. And and the Egyptian sailors were like, uh, we fucking did. We absolutely <laughs> did do that, though. Yeah, so... Nobody really believed them, and basically people went back and forth about what the Earth was like until Aristotle and, like, Pythagoras and a bunch of dudes did math and, like, proved it with elephants and shadows. So, hmm. I I think, I wonder what convinced, because it's not like most people can do the high level of math that Aristotle or Pythagoras did. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just like, why did they believe that more than the eyewitness account of the sun <laughs> moving around? But I, I don't know. I mean, this doesn't have an answer. I mean, 
I think a lot of it was because Aristotle just had like a lot of clout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And a lot of stuff he was saying, people were like, yeah, sounds good, man. Uh, so I think when he started saying it and a bunch of his students started saying it, it just like really caught on. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas when you're just a bunch of sailors, everyone's like, well, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So also like they were getting this news from Egypt, like the Greeks were getting this news and it like the story was passed down for hundreds of years that these guys did this. And by that point they were like, no, they didn't fucking do that. <laughs> I so, think they did. I think they did. So yeah, that's the history of Flat Earth. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with me. There's so many different flat types of Earths. Yeah. I'm going to skip forward a lot. So there yeah. there were all these ideas of a flat Earth um, um, until kind of... Uh, it, like Christopher Columbus-ish times. Like the, the idea of a, a round Earth quickly took over with the Aristotle, all that good stuff. Brandy's better at history. I'm bad at dates. <laughs> but basically people started believing in the round earth. But it's not like the flat earth theories went away. Um, yeah. There's always going to be somebody being like, well, no. Yeah, which isn't honestly... I have eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad thing to question your deeply held beliefs, but it is a bad thing to refuse any evidence <laughs> that yeah. um, changes them. Anyway, um, so... I'm just going to go right into um, this revival of flat earth theories in the 18th century um, because it was led by a charismatic leader who was an eccentric English uh, like tailor, basically. But he had, oh. yeah, yeah. His, uh, he was not a scientist, but his name was <laughs> Ludowick Muggleton, which is fantastic. Oh my, oh my goodness. Yeah. So I would follow him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, in, it's like um, in 1800 in England, these uh, Zetetic, which is like Zetetic societies, which are skeptic societies, were really mm-hmm. popular because um, people were gathering and they were like men of letters were like discussing ideas and they had time to because of industrialization. So mm. um, it, and it had like a skepticism towards orthodox science views. Um And so this was one of those societies. Um, Yeah, they just had fun kind of shitting on what everybody else liked. Yeah, it's like YouTube now. It's like YouTube. Um, But a a follower of, um, what is his name again? Muggleton. God. Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, my God. Samuel Burley Robotham, um, who was a- Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, It was a 19th century, he was a religious fundamentalist. And Mm -hmm. he, uh, so there were these, like, religious colonies that existed, um, and, uh, anyway, he, he he founded a religious colony, and he's, Mm -hmm. this is all background, because what he did, what he did is beyond this, um, but he sort of concocted this idea of that light refracts in curved paths, um, and that proves that the earth is flat and uh he called the sunrise and sunset optical illusions um and he was also the first flat earther to give the sun an actual size which is 32 miles in diameter 
um, mm. which is still what flat earthers believe today. And they cite his texts. So um, is he working with Muggleton? Like, are they both on the same page? They're like discussing, they like discussed ideas together, but eventually mm. Robotham, he went off and started his own like school of thought about flat earth. Wow. Yeah. Um, and he also, the distance to the sun is 700 miles um which not bad that's like a that's a fun road trip yeah you could honestly like (laughs) it's not even all the way across uh america so we could do that um but yeah so there was also this other guy called john hampton who also promoted the flat earth idea um he founded this paper called the truth seekers oracle and spiritual scriptural science review Um, A lot of the flat earther, (laughs) I know, a lot of the flat earther beliefs are very entrenched in religion or um, I'll get into that about modern day flat earthers. But why am I not surprised? Well, from all the research I did, a lot of folks were saying that there's a biblical precedent for a flat earth and they would like cite scripture. So there's also this feeling that like, well, the Bible tells us about like our earth and that we are like the center of it and that God loves us like and only us. And like, I think thinking about the cosmos can sometimes disrupt that way of thinking for some people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but when I was in Sunday school, they said he's got the whole world (laughs) in his hands and you make a round hand cup because it's the whole world in his hands. Yeah, well, so look, he's got the itty bitty babies in his hands. He, it's that ball logic that is. He got. It's that ball. Got, <laughs> if you've been taught, you've been taught the ball theory since yeah. birth. So, mm. I, I, you, you just can't get around that. You're just gonna have that prejudice, and you need to listen to me. You need to. I guess so. All the all my Sunday school teachers were just heretics. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. And you can tell them that. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to get into John Hampton um, really quick because he, mm-hmm. in 1870, he made a bet with uh, the naturalist Alfred Wallace on the outcome of a test of flatness of water in the old Bedford Canal. So okay. um, both sides claimed the test confirmed their view, which was... <laughs> John Hampton on the flat earther side, yeah. Alfred Wallace on the round earth side, and uh, and flat earthers still use this John Hampton's findings, the flat earth findings, to prove that the earth is flat because the uh, water is flat in like a small like basin. It no, it's just it's just flat. Hampton just thought it was flat, just a yeah. disc. Um. So yeah, so. Uh, and Hampton, I, I just want to share who he was known for his piety and also his abusive language. <laughs> I love so, it. So he was he was feeling very wronged. Mm-hmm. And he started like what people used to do when they were pissed is they used to just write pamphlets like Ugh. all the time and then just like pass them out on the street. Yes. Like, and letters to the editor. And he uh, so so Hampton wrote to to. um alfred wallace's wife which is fucking rude oh my god um this letter madam if your infernal thief of a husband is brought home someday on a hurdle with every bone in his head smashed to a pulp you will know the reason oh threatening (laughs) do tell 
do tell him from me he is a lying infernal thief and assures his name is Wallace. He never dies in his bed. Oh my God. You must, you must be a miserable wench to be all, obliged to live with a convicted Ellen. Do not think or let him think I have done with him. Oh, so oh my God. These words, ah, uh, he would go fucking viral on Twitter. He's throwing it yeah. down. It, absolutely. And I um, I mean, the fact that we still have this letter means it must have made quite an impact. God, if I have a problem with any of my friends' boyfriends, I'm going to be like, yo, friend, you must be a miserable wench <laughs> to be dating a convicted felon. But yeah, a convicted felon, which is not true. <laughs> you should not be surprised when you find him with his bones bashed in. Don't come looking to me. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he was just so convinced that oh Earth my god, was flat. I would listen to him. He has <laughs> a, a mastery of, of the fucking English language. A lot of people did, and these societies like continued uh for, you know, a hundred years and like it just kept going. Yeah. Um, but the, the one, I just want to skip forward to 1956 because um, what a lot of the societies discussed in pamphlets between that time of 1870 and 1956 is very boring. Mm -hmm. And it's about measurements that don't make sense. And not so, about fun wenches and incorrigible thieves. Correct. Yes. Mm. Um, so it, in England, again, a lot of this is starting in England. Sure. Um, in uh, 1956, Shamuel, Samuel Sheaton, who was a sign painter and a fellow of the Royal Astronomical Society and the Royal Geographic Society, so he knew some stuff. Okay. Um, changed the name of the Zetetic Society, sorry, the Skeptic Society that we were talking about earlier, mm. um, to the International Flat Earth Society. Oh, uh, official. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, it was established to prove by sound reasoning and factual evidence that the present accepted theory that the Earth is spinning on a globe, spinning on its axis every 24 hours, and at the same time describing an orbit around the sun at a speed of 66,000 miles per hour is contrary to all experience and to sound common sense. Yes. Yeah. Eyes. I got them. And this, that, this... The theory of flat Earth has fallen into disfavor because of the dogmatism, dogmaticism. I can't say words today, and I think it might just be that I have been reading a lot of dumb shit lately um, <laughs> of modern science and popular education in schools, uh, which leads to a prejudice in favor of the globular theory from the start. Oh, so that's what I was saying, Brandy. The globular you theory. Yes, yes, yes. And it's always a pity to allow false theories to pass unchallenged. Mm. Gotta mm -hmm. tell, you gotta tell Mrs. Lyndon Smith at my Sunday school that she's been prejudicing my brain with the globular theories that actually the whole world was balanced flat on his palm because it's flat. Yeah, and he can still hold it in his hand, in his yeah. palm. But like, but it's just flat. You're, you're not making a cup motion. You're just, it's a, it's a fun and energetic high five. Yeah. Too slow. <laughs> Holding the earth. Mm -hmm. It's flat. Um, so then someone was like, Samuel Sheaton and your International Flat Earth Society. Would you like to see these photos 
from space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. And at first Samuel was like, hmm. He said, it's easy to see how such a picture could fool the untrained eye. Mm, of course. Yes. Um, and then a little bit later, some reports say he admitted that the Flat Earth Society might have to reassess its position. Oh. Uh, but then, after a brief period of uncertainty, he did conclude that the space photos and that the entire space program was faked by scientists desperately trying to save face by concealing the true nature of the shape of the Earth. Yes, yes. Whenever we disagree with something going on, the the clear and obvious answer is that all the scientists of the world are in some sort of conspiracy together. Yes, yes. It's very much that. Um, In fact, we'll just get into it now. NASA was Mm. founded in 1958 to cover up the Flat Earth because... The 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 shock wave that would send through society if mm. people like found out that the Earth was actually flat. So NASA only exists to perpetuate the globe lie. Yes, um, it it actually uses Hollywood to kind of uh, further that propaganda mm. um, with like you know like with with special effects that it kind of developed like oh, yeah. for the moon landing had to develop all these special effects. They pulled in Stanley Kubrick who directed the shining mm-hmm. um, to get the setting just right. Um, they, they used wires and nowadays they just, they, they give money to movies about um, they fund these movies about space travel to sort of like get it stuck in our minds that the the globe theory is true. Yes, yes, yes. NASA, like they've only got time for photoshopping, funding uh, remakes of Apollo nine nine or whatever the fuck it's called, Gravity, starring Sandra Bullock, and uh, something to do with Chupacabra. He's got something to do with it. He's really. Honestly, he's he's the worst one among yeah. them. Um, so after Sam died, uh, Charles K. Johnson took over the International Society, and um, he used biblical authority to assert that the Earth was a flat disk mm-hmm. with the North Pole at the center, like I said, and a wall of ice in the Ar- Antarctic regions mm-hmm. surrounding the whole perimeter of the Earth disk. So does the uh, ice keep the ocean from falling off? Correct. And also... If you go, to, if you try to go to the ice wall, mm-hmm. there will be soldiers there who turn you away if you not to look at the ice wall. Oh. It's very big. Whoa! Wait. Yeah. Who's who, soldiers who, from who? NASA? Oh, okay, I'm like, who owns these soldiers? NASA. Okay. Got it. Yeah, got it. It's all part of the Antarctic Treaty of 1959, which was an agreement strictly enforced uh, by the highest levels of government. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it, the public isn't allowed to investigate the ice wall or fly over it at all. Uh, okay. Okay. I mean, it's really far out there, right? So, like, my Southwest flight would never just take a dip. No. Um, no. You wouldn't be allowed. You wouldn't be allowed. Not allowed. Soldiers, boat soldiers, ice soldiers. Yeah. They're, they're, the government will never allow it. And which government? The world government? Uh, oh okay okay um so what about airliners that go around the earth that's what what about earth satellites yeah um they're merely like this is what johnson says they're they're going in loops around the flat earth 
um, flat earthers don't believe in gravity. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't work if it was a round earth because they would just, you know, the planes wouldn't go with the curvature. Um, and gravity is like kind of the mystical or occult idea because you can't prove it. And things fall because they're heavy and no other explanation is needed. Yeah, I mean, like, have you dropped a feather? Takes way longer than a bowling ball. So, like, what is even going on? Does gravity just pick and choose? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Doesn't make any fucking sense at all. I can see with my eyes it doesn't make sense. Do you want to prove the truth? I can give you a test so you can prove the truth. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, you know uh, what a level is, like, from the toolbox? Yeah, a little bubble in it little bubble in it Mm -hmm. so if you take that on a plane and you can watch plenty of youtube videos about this in case you don't want to go on a plane right now for some reason Mm -hmm. you can take this level on a plane and then you'll see that the whole time you're in the plane the little bubble doesn't move from the center it's completely (gasps) level oh my god Uh, flat earth flat earth okay wait i i'm so curious what do they think is under the disc they just don't know they don't think it goes on for infinity like our like our Mm. friends in ancient greece um no i i Mm. think they for everything that i read and like the documentary i watched which was made by non-flat earthers admittedly um, of course of course hollywood Mm. um it seems like they i don't know there's this guy who's like kind of like the mayor of flat earth right now a contemporary guy his Mm. name is mark Sargent. he's a big deal Mm -hmm. um who is at the center of the movement basically ran like the the conference um that happens every year Uh and he and he said like why like people have asked him like why is it why is it like this why is it like a big enclosure that we live in and he says i don't know and he'll answer just like i don't know look it takes a very smart man know. to admit when he doesn't know. Does it? Um, he <laughs> he also is, you know, like, he says, like, scientists don't know anything and neither do we. So there you go. I guess the conclusion is no one knows anything about anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Oh, another way that we can prove the Earth was flat from the um, International Earth S- Society, Flat Earth Society, excuse me, God, mm. get the name right. Um, he uh, cited the, the the guy who Johnson, the latest, um, the second to latest uh, leader of the Flat Earth Society, uh, also cited the testimony of his wife, Marjorie, who came from Australia, actually, and she has sworn that she never hung by her feet in Australia. She sailed a ship there and she did not get on it upside down and she did not sail straight up. She sailed straight across the ocean. Mm. And that's very important proof that the world is flat. Right, because if you were on the backside of the earth, you would just slide off. Like, come on, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That's, it's common sense. So, yeah. Well, don't worry about it. I, for one, am fascinated. Yeah. Um, I, I think right now, I mean, I, am, I I think it's very interesting. And, like, it looks, there's a lot of people who 
are fascinated by this. Mm -hmm. Um, There's huge internet communities. I think um, there was a really interesting point made because the whole time I was researching this, I was trying to figure out like what made people so into this. And it seems like it's like, one, people don't want to believe that we are so existentially like cosmically small (laughs) insignificant Uh, just the same as anything else yeah exactly um Uh and this is a way not to think that and then i think people feel and it's true we're very in our society we're very alienated from like for example the things we eat the things we wear a lot of our jobs are like we don't produce anything and like we're not part of it um so people like when they see that science says something they they don't feel like connected to that you know what i mean like it's um they feel like it's if they they want to see it with their eyes like something so fundamental they like they always use this like red pill blue pill thing Mm -hmm. that everyone on the internet does and they're like oh wake up you know and like (laughs) see the truth um and I think it's if you get so disenfranchised and you're just like don't know what your actual job is and you don't like make your own food or your own clothes and you're like so removed from everything you it's very powerful if someone told you like did you know that the fucking earth is flat and you can test it for yourself um and so I don't know I think it's a way for people to kind of like express their displeasure with being so distanced from the means of production but that's just my mm. does that mean you don't does that mean you don't believe um no i fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i don't i have i don't think uh cg technology was that good in 1956 it, I Look, mean, nasa can like- do a lot but like man oh man were those programs clunky yeah, I don't. Yeah, I really don't um, think so. Like, have you tried <laughs> opening up Maya or 3ds Max? Those bitches can barely render a sphere nowadays. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easier just go up there and take a picture. You know what's interesting is one of like the the first flat Earth guy uh, from the internet claims to be an ex NASA graphic designer, and that he like made the images that. Um, NASA puts out in the world, which are all fake, by mm-hmm. the way, of course. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. now he he's separated from Mark Sargent and all the mainstream ones because he thinks the other flat earthers are all government plants. Oh, of course. It goes so deep. Um, I, Brandy, before we wrap this up, I'd like you to just... Mm-hmm. I'd like to do an experiment with you. If you could just... I sent you a link in Facebook Messenger. Uh-huh. If you could just open up that video yes. and let me know, it's it's actually, and we'll, maybe we can drop it in to the final piece, but it's a, actually a um, Flat Earth song um, from a Flat Earth uh, guy called uh, Alex Mitchell. Yes. And it's called Don't Let Him Take Your Mind. And I was just wanted to see how long you could watch that. All right. Let's, let's see this. Um... Don't let them take your mind. Oh, bongos, huh? Yeah. Bongos, bongos. 
Oh, this is smooth as hell. Yeah, it's a good beat. Um, yeah, it's just this guy's name is the conspiracy music guru. Yes, and um, he's just trying to get the truth out there. Right, he's trying to reveal the conspiracy. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh, he's like a cowboy, huh? He's a fucking cowboy truth teller. Mm. It's like spoken word. Yeah. There's so many images of little white children looking at globes. <laughs> Who knew there were that many? Wow. Thanks, Getty Images. These are real pictures from his childhood, Brandy. Oh, okay. This is his teacher? Yeah. There's so many pictures of these children looking at clothes. Well, the indoctrination, you know? Yeah. Oh! Don't let them take your mind. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> no, Mrs. Linden Smith is going down. Yeah, absolutely. This is, um... Okay, you say it's like an endurance contest, but I'm fucking loving it. I mean, we could just view this and then just kind of, you know. Um, I think it might be auditory poison, so I'm going to stop it. But thank you. I'm going to enjoy that all nine minutes and 16 seconds. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Thank you for that. Uh, You're welcome. So I, my advice would be to watch the, all of that. All yeah. nine minutes of, don't. here's how you find it, friends. Don't let him take your mind uh, from Conspiracy Music Guru yeah. on YouTube. Yes. Um, and once you start that, you can find all the other Flat Earth videos that are terrible. God, sounds so good. Um, yeah, I think my bad advice for today would be to... Uh, just get real feisty on them with handwritten letters and tell your friends that their boyfriends are incorrigible thieves, that that they are convicted felons, and um, you'll be bashing in some heads, but don't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's that's it for now. And I my last piece of advice would be to just don't let them take your mind. Don't let them take your mind. Follow us on Instagram at Spooky Chip Pod. Yes. Is that it? That's it. Bye. Okay, bye. Don't let them take your mind. Mm -mm. Don't let them take your mind, man. Mm-mm. <laughs>